One thing I want to say, if you've thought about the trip and how many of you, honestly, if I said, hey, next year, we're going in November, plan on going, how many of you would say, I don't know, it's a lot of money, I don't know if I can afford it? Honestly, how many of you would say that? Yeah, quite a few of you. You know, my whole family went. There's four of us, okay? At $900 a piece, we were were thinking, it ain't going to happen, okay? Figured I might go, maybe my oldest daughter would go, you know, at, at best, when it came down to it, when we went to buy the tickets, we saw the, what the price was, and we said, you know what, let's just do it. We're going to trust God for it. We put down the $650 for the tickets for the four of us. Now we're committed. We sent out some, just some emails and letters to friends and family that we know around the country. Said, hey, this is what we're doing. Pray for us. If you can help, that would be great. Within two weeks, all the rest of the money was in. I mean, it was just like, it was like a seed of faith. I mean, you, you, you got to just trust God, and, and he will take care of it. But it was, um, that in itself was amazing. The trip was amazing. And uh, you will not regret it if you choose to go, okay? We're, we've scheduled next year in November. We've scheduled the next year in November as well, okay? And uh, I believe that one is actually scheduled over Thanksgiving. That's okay. You can give up a Thanksgiving to go bless other people, right? And uh, really, the blessing is more yours than theirs. Yeah, we help some people out, but the change that happens to you is amazing. Um, you know, we decided ahead of time, said, okay, with the cost of this stuff, this is our Christmas as a family. Okay, we're really not going to have much for Christmas. This is it. And we were all okay with that. When we got back, we were even more okay with that. We were like, we don't need anything. You know, we really don't. But anyway, just be aware. And you know what you need can do? You can start putting aside a little money right now. Just a little bit a month. Start putting it aside. Then when it comes down to it, you might not even have to send out a letter. You know? It's not hard. It really isn't. So, thanks. Uh, I want to I ask you some questions. I didn't warn you about this. Uh, I just want to ask you some questions. This was your first mission trip. Is that correct? First, first mission trip, yeah. um, What made you decide to go? I've been trying to listen to the Lord. Um, as I listen to him, I'm blessed. And I, I'm trying to listen to his voice and hear him. And uh, the very first time whoever mentioned that uh, the Mexico mission trip came up, I, just, I had the, the hair on the back of my neck stuck, set up, and I just kind of had this shiver. And I said, well, I guess I'm going. Yeah? <laughs> That's awesome. So what was, what was the biggest surprise for you on this trip? Probably the biggest surprise overall was that I... Uh, my wife's had to move to Albuquerque to be with her mom, and I live alone. I, I mean, the radio isn't on, TV's not on, it's peaceful, it's quiet, my pets have passed away, there's nothing there. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> I've had a life of craziness for years. So here I am all of a sudden with 14 people constantly every day, and I'm eating three squares a day. I gained weight down there. And uh, so the biggest revelation really for me was that my ability to get out of my comfort zone and be able to go down there with that crowd and mingle and mix with people that I didn't understand where they were saying, but I felt like I could communicate with them by looking at them. And I did say, you know, bless you and God bless you and things like that. I tried Spanish a couple times, they looked at me. So I decided to pass on that and just go with my limitations. And um, when I did have those feelings of the Holy Spirit, what I, what I think is the Holy Spirit coming over me, I've learned not to hesitate. Lying to about 70 homeless people at uh, the Dream Center down there, and I just, I had that feeling, I went and I shook every one of their hands. I was the first one out there. I don't know if anybody 
thought that was a good thing or a bad thing. It didn't. There was one guy there that could speak a little bit of English. He knew where Montana was. But I just, every one of them, I shook their hands, I looked them right in the eye, and I said, God bless you. And when I was done, I just really, really felt like that's what the Lord wanted me to do. Did this trip change you? I'm a different man. I really am. How did, how did it change you? Um, I've noticed for years that there's things that um, you're, you're not supposed to be prideful in some of these things. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I, yeah, I'm good there. I'm, I'm okay. I tithe and that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, the Lord kind of pokes me on the shoulder and says, yeah, but what about this little thing? You know, what about when you respond to somebody like this? And I think to myself, man, man. And so my biggest revelations down there were some more of my, my uh, prejudices, my thought processes about people uh, of different races and different economic conditions and things like that. And I mean, how did they end up there and, and that kind of stuff. And what the Lord did is he put me right in the middle of that stuff where I had to look right in the face, accept it for it was, and just try to bless them the best I could. And, and it wasn't by giving them money or anything else like that, but blessing them by the Holy Spirit passing from me to them. Hmm. It's interesting to me that you use the word prejudice. Um, would you have ever... Before this trip, would you have believed that you had any prejudice? Not in the least. Uh, I have a black son-in-law. My wife is Mexican. I've been around uh, mixed marriages all my life. I, it just it never dawned on me, even 30 years ago, when we'd walk into a place and I would be with a Spanish woman, that people might look at me funny. I mean, it never crossed my brain, but it didn't go there. I, but you got there and there was a, there, it was kind of like looking in the mirror and seeing that zit that you never knew you had? Exactly. And it, it just, and, and it was. My word's not his. <laughs> it, it was what I would call an awakening. It just, an awakening. And I realized then that I have a lot of those prejudices that I just don't recognize. Yeah. Even though I asked for the Lord to bring in my attention, I don't like that very well, but he does. Okay. Thank you, Craig. Thank you so much. Give these guys a hand, would you? Oh, Absolutely. So you can things down there. One thing I want to say real quick. Absolutely. We got to go to, on Wednesday night to a, a church in Fatima. And, um, Ida, put that picture up. Is, is this the church? Uh, that's, yeah. no, that's in uh, Batacosa. All right, put the, the take the picture down. That's an unacceptable <laughs> picture. <laughs> but it was Wednesday night, and the pastor led worship, and his son was playing the drums, and another guy was on the, on the guitar. And they had a big screen TV that they got at Black Friday sale. Yeah. I mean, it still had the plastic all around it. They weren't going to take that off until it was falling off. I guess that's how That's funny. But that's where they had the, the words projected on. You know, we didn't understand a word they were saying. And um, it was kind of fun because with the words up there, you could kind of follow along. And then especially when it was a song you knew, then you could really follow along and make sense of it. But how many of you have ever thought that worship here was kind of loud sometimes? Be honest. <laughs> This is a square concrete building. Acoustics are awful. And they were loud. We've never been loud here. <laughs> and uh, that, was, that was about the funnest worship experience I've ever, ever had. Yeah. It was just a blast. They just got into it big time. That's, that's one of the things I've experienced too. Mexicans love to sing and they sing loud. Yep, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right, so let's jump into our teaching time. If you have not yet grabbed notes, I think our ushers have note cards for you. Um, every year, from the very beginning of Connect Church, and even from be before we planted this church, uh, we have been a part of an event in August called the Global Leadership Summit. And uh, when we planted Connect Church, Chris and I wanted to make sure that we took our leaders 
to this summit and exposed them to some of the best teaching on leadership that was available. And in 2011, we attended the event and we were fortunate enough to have the event hosted at Journey Church here at, in Bozeman. So we didn't even have to travel, which was new. And one of the sessions was taught by somebody I've never heard teach before, Reverend Brenda Salter McNeil. And uh, when the event was over, we bought the DVDs, and I have been wanting to show you this video for about a year and a half, and I've been waiting for just the right time. And she talks very articulately about, (laughs) not like me, uh, she speaks powerfully, that's a good word, about how the Holy Spirit empowers the mission and how the Holy Spirit sends us outward. And uh, this teaching session just rocked my world, uh, and, and I've been waiting to share it with you until just the right time. And because I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and mission for the next four weeks, this is going to be just a little preview and a little uh, extra impetus to push us into the new year. And so uh, be sure you take notes. Uh, The notes will go by fairly quickly. I took notes and I created these notes myself. And so I've got all the answers. If you miss something when it's all over, I can help you fill in the blanks. But I, I think you'll really enjoy this. And, uh, and, I, and I pray that this will give you some insight into where the Holy Spirit is leading us in 2013. So Ida, go ahead and start the video. Let's stand. Would you join me in crying out to the Holy Spirit? Listen, I wanted to share this video with you, not because I wanted a Sunday off, but because I want, I want the Holy Spirit to change us and send us out into whatever Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria is right here and right now. And, uh, I've asked Ben to lead us in that song we sang just before the break again. And can you join me in asking the Holy Spirit to come? In fact, if you're comfortable doing this, you don't have to. But if you're comfortable, would you just raise your hands and sing with us, Holy Spirit, come. We need him to light us on fire. Would you join us and sing this, Holy Spirit, come. Come on, let's sing together. I'm going to give you an opportunity to to pray and Uh, If you feel like me, uh, you may just want to spend some time in the presence of the Lord. So uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity in just a moment. But uh, first, I just want to say a couple of things about how proud I am to pastor a church in which there's so many people who are on mission that are already going out into those places that are so uncomfortable. I was thinking, Bill, about you and your passion for the Bibles, for the, for the prisoners ministry that so many of you have given to. And Bill is just passionate about making sure that people in prison have Bibles and they can learn about Jesus. That's Samaria ministry. Um, many of you know Nikki Stubbs. Uh, Nikki's uh, one of our ministry assistants on staff at Connect, and uh, she went to, to uh, Kansas City this week for a conference. And uh, the, the first night she was in Kansas City, she was texting Chris, my wife, and she was saying, tonight we're going to the red light district to tell people about Jesus. Chris was freaking out, hoping she's safe. <laughs> Nikki didn't care about safe. She just wanted to find women that need Jesus. She's pushing through the barriers. Now, what's yours? I I don't know what it is. 
uh, and it might not be red, li- red light district people. It might not be prisoners, but you have a Samaria that Jesus is calling you to. What is it? You might not be able to discover it even today, but I want to encourage you over the next four weeks, we're going to talk about how the Holy Spirit sends us boldly. Go boldly. Will you at least today make a commitment to be here for the next four Sundays? Would you make a commitment with me to be here for our Tuesday night prayer meetings starting up again on the 8th of January? Not this Tuesday, but a week from Tuesday. Would you be a part of that? (coughs) Would you join us as we pray for God to give us a mandate? Would you join us as we pray for the Holy Spirit to be poured out and set this church on fire and then invite people to come and watch us burn. Okay? Will you be a part of that? Please, please be a part of this for this next month as we pray for the Holy Spirit to send us boldly. Let me pray for you. Then we're going to give and then we're going to have an opportunity for you to stay and worship and pray if you'd like to. Jesus, Thank you for sending us. Thank you for telling us that the Holy Spirit would come and would send us from our Jerusalem into our Judea and out to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I don't believe you were just saying that to those first disciples, but you have said that to every Christian who has ever walked with you since. Jesus, we want to be set on fire. I think most of us in this room have felt that there's a spark beginning to ignite and we want more. Jesus, will you fan it into flame at Connect Church? Will you set us on fire? Will you pour out the Holy Spirit in ways that we have not yet experienced in the five years of life as a congregation? Will you ignite us with a passion for the mission and empower us by the Holy Spirit to do what you've called us to do? Light us on fire, Jesus. Send the Holy Spirit. And we pray this, Lord, not for our own gratification or even our own edification, Lord, but for the sake of the mission you have sent us on. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Have a seat if you would. Thank you so much for your faithfulness in tithes and offerings. Uh, Encourage you to give today. Next week, I'll give you an update on what's happening with our parking lot. We're this close to a deal. It's coming. Thanks to those of you that have already given. I appreciate your faithfulness this morning. Um, Grab your connection cards if you'll drop those in the baskets as well. Uh, I know kids, our kids ministry, uh, they're ready for you parents to pick up your kids. So if you'll do that. But those of you that want to stay and pray and just seek the Lord, please feel free. Ben, will you just keep leading that song just for a little while and then you can change to something else. But just keep leading us in this beautiful song. Uh, seeking the presence of the Lord. You're free to go whenever you're ready. Um, And as long as you want to just stay and bask in the presence of the Lord and seek his presence, please do. And then hope every one of you will be with us next Sunday as we launch into Bold.